Welcome to the Spirit-Filled Leadership Podcast. I'm Pete Burak. This is a podcast where we believe the world needs disciples and disciples need spirit-filled leaders. So every time that you tune in, watch, or listen to this podcast, you can expect the latest nugget of wisdom, hopefully, that can help you grow as a spirit-filled leader. And what does that mean? We want to abide with the Father, become like the Son, and live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Today's topic is the 13 out of 10 experience. The 13 out of 10 experience. I found that in leadership and really in life that a lot of times frustration emerges when expectations are undermet or expectations won't, weren't clearly set. And so somebody comes into a setting, into a relationship, into an event, into whatever, thinking something's going to happen one way or thinking a conversation is going to happen this way, or thinking somebody's going to react in a particular way, and then they don't, the thing is different, the food is bad, and all of a sudden frustration, uh, disloyalty, and ultimately like disengagement with the thing, whether, again, whether people, a program, or, uh, an event, or uh, you know a community happens when expectations aren't clearly set, or expectations were clearly set but weren't met. And so today's topic, the 13 out of 10 experience, is a framework by which, as a leader, we can actually think through the moments, the the programs, the events, the communities, and even the relationships that we're in, and figure out how to create these 13 out of 10 moments, because these 13 out of 10 moments are things that can drive deeper engagement and deeper buy-in and deeper loyalty to whatever it is that we're leading. So key concept, wow moments build loyalty. Wow moments build loyalty. I heard the story of when uh, Airbnb was first getting started. There was uh, three different guys who, who started it, and they you know, started on air mattresses in San Francisco, and they, the whole story of how it came to be is pretty interesting. But one of the things they started doing is they started doing this 13 out of 10 experience. And what that looked like is they started to read reviews of when somebody would give uh, um, a house or a room an 8 out of 10, a 9 out of 10, or a 10 out of 10, and they started to see different themes. And they started to say, what would it take to make sure that everybody who does, who are, you know, engages in Airbnb gets at least a 10 out of 10 experience? Like their goal was like, what if we had all 10 out of 10 experiences? And so they started to analyze this and they started to realize that the difference between an 8 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10 was often very small things. And often those little things that we just say, oh, wow. That was different than what I was expecting. What they found is that people who gave a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 on a rating was not something that was necessarily listed in the description of what they could expect when they arrived, but something a little extra, something that I came into this this room that I've rented expecting one thing, and then it was actually even just a little bit better. And so they started this experiment of the 13 out of 10 experience where they wanted to challenge their hosts to constantly be thinking of what would it take to help your ratings go from an eight, nine, 10 and 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 beyond. And so I, I read about this and I thought, man, that, that applies to ministry. That applies to leadership. Every Everywhere that we're leading, anything that we're doing, we should be asking ourselves if it's getting an eight or a nine or even a 10, What's keeping it from being even better than what we've, what the people have come to expect from it? And so here's how we go about it. The first thing is when you think about, let's just apply it to a, a typical like ministry event. When we, we do this with young adult communities, we say, all right, when, when I think of a young adult Catholic event, what do I think of? What are my expectations? And if you're leading that thing, what you should do is to sit in that and define what would be an eight out of 10 experience 
typically if somebody were to come to a young adult event, what would they say? Oh yeah, that was an eight out of 10. What's a nine out of 10? What would be a 10 out of 10? And so to define eight, nine, and 10 and to sit in it and to, to just really chew on it and to think about it, maybe do this as a team or do it as an individual and be thinking about, okay, when somebody comes to our theology on tap or Bible and brew or ID disciples night, what, what, why, why would they give it an eight out of 10? Well, maybe they weren't welcomed when they came in the door, or maybe the name tags were kind of scattered across the table and it was hard to find a pen and it wasn't clear how, how check-in was supposed to go. Or maybe the food just wasn't very good. Or, um, Maybe a nine out of 10 was like, yeah, they were welcomed when they came in. The name tag was clearly given, but the food was still pizza and chips. And they thought, wow, this kind of feels like youth group. And the, the speaker was good, but that the, the whole hospitality experience wasn't that good. Maybe a 10 out of 10 is I was welcomed. The food was better than I expected. And the speaker was great. And uh, the community didn't feel clickish. That's a 10 out of 10. So then to sit in this and say, okay, ask three questions as you're analyzing the, the eight, nine, and 10 range. If it's below an eight, then there's probably just like a crisis going on. And you should probably just completely reevaluate and focus on getting it up to the eight. <laughs> but let's just say you're at the eight, nine, 10 level. Here are the three questions you ask. What's good about this and should not be changed? We don't want to come at it from the perspective that everything needs to be get blown up in order to get the experience better than what we've had before. Because a lot of times the, the experience, if it's at an 8, 9, or even close to a 10, it's built on some sort of good foundation. We don't want to just completely disregard that. Then the second question is, what's good but could be changed or could be better? So what about this is, has been good but actually could be better? And then third question is, what's not good? What's just like objectively not been a good thing? I remember in some of our early disciples nights, we'd do some of this evaluation and what we realized was like, what's good and shouldn't be changed? Our mission, like what we're trying to do with these things is to help people meet Jesus and find other disciples who want to live for him. We don't want to change that. What was good but could be changed? The food. The food could be upgraded. Absolutely. And what wasn't good? Our hosts, our MCs. We weren't very good at it. We were uncomfortable. We did terrible at announcements. It always felt uncomfortable and awkward and everybody could feel it. So you sit in that and you ask those three questions. And then you, you take that analysis and you set it to the side for a second. And then what I say is you leave reality for a minute. Just leave reality and, and all the restrictions that come with the real world. And you just dream for a minute and say, what would a 10 out of 10 or maybe better yet, what's an 11 out of 10 experience? What's a 12 out of 10 experience? And then ultimately, what's a 13 out of 10 experience? So for Airbnb, it was like a 10 out of 10 was, you know, the key was ready when they came to the door. Uh, the, the, the host welcomed them. Everything was clean and in order. And there was a bottle of water that somebody offered them because they knew they had just traveled. And here's a, here's a bottle of water to quench your thirst when you arrive. An 11 out of 10 experience was the key was ready. The host was ready, but not a bottle of wine or not a bottle of water. It was a bottle of wine. And the room was actually bigger than was portrayed on, on, on the website. And it turns out the host, which they thought was going to be with them the whole time, is going away from the weekend. That's an 11 out of 10 experience. What's a 12 out of 10? They arrive, the key's ready, the host isn't even there, but a full detailed sheet of what needs to be done and how to uh, enter into this life. There's a bottle of wine, but there's also a list of all the local restaurants that uh, that they can expect really great food from and a, and a detailed explanation of what they can expect. And even one little gift card of 20 bucks to the local coffee shop because that's the best coffee in town. The room was a little better. Not only do they have the room, but they have the full house to themselves because they thought 
thought that they um, that was just going to be a room, but it was ends up being the whole house. And guess what? A limo had picked them up from the airport and driven them to the house to get them ready. Was it 13 out of 10 experience? Well, they arrive uh, at the airport. There's a limo. In the limo is a full lunch ready to go with champagne to toast their new vacation. They arrive. Again, the host is, is not there, but they've already arranged tickets to the local theater for the Wednesday night because they had done a little research in the lead up to buying the, the to renting the house. And the person had found out that they loved the theater and had already bought them tickets. There's the detailed list of uh, food. There's a bottle of wine. The fridge is totally stocked and ready to go. And the host had left their car, which happened to be this beautiful, nice, fully fueled car ready to go so that they didn't even have to worry about transportation while they were there. That's a 13 out of 10 experience. So now you look at that and you say, okay, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, 12 out of 10, 13 out of 10. And you say it, you go, wow, what, what were those little moments along the way that would have caused somebody to go, huh, wow. That's different than I expected. And what you begin to realize is, yeah, the 13 out of 10 seems a little ridiculous, right? Seems a little over the top. Maybe not a little over the top, maybe a lot over the top. It was like, yeah, there's no way we would ever send a limo to pick up somebody. and Or at an event at a church, there's no way that we would ever actually like set the table ahead of time with tablecloths and candles. I mean, that, that's, that's a little extreme. Or there's no way that we would partner with a, a local uh, you know, brewery to brew our own beer for the Theology on Tap so that the young adults who come have their own you know, private label brew that uh, we serve at a Theology on Tap. That seems a little extreme. But when you start to think about it, you realize that the difference between a 10 out of 10 and a 13 out of 10, yes, while there is a gap in, because remember, we left reality, we dreamt big, there was no restrictions on our dreaming. There's actually lots of little things along those ways that starts to, the creative juice is flowing so that we can realize that something as simple as I showed up at the Airbnb and there was a bottle of wine to welcome me instead of just a bottle of water. I show up to a young adult event at my church and instead of pizza, it's actually laid out with homemade pasta, great salad, and uh, a local bakery had donated fresh bread for the event. Is it that much different? No. But what you're doing is you're breaking an expectation, or better yet, you're exceeding an expectation. You're, you've put yourself in the shoes of the person you're trying to love and serve. You're trying to envision what are they expecting when they enter into my workplace? What are they expecting when they come to this event? What are they expecting out of this relationship? And you're saying, I'm gonna love you and serve you enough and I'm gonna lead you enough to think through what your expectations are and how to create little wow moments that exceed your expectation. And again, what you're, what you're shooting for is not necessarily to spoil anyone, not to break your budget, not to kind of go over the top and embarrass yourself with trying to be so complex. You're just trying to find those little gap moments when an expectation has been set low that you can exceed in even simple ways where they go, oh, wow, that's, that's not what I was expecting. That's different. Because no, what we know is that when you can create wow moments, it creates loyalty. And what loyalty creates, both in relationships and in communities and in workplaces, is a willingness to then participate in additional things that they're invited to, which we're all 
desiring for with leadership because as we try to lead people from here to there as we try to get people to change if we try to get people to to do the thing we're leading we need them to be bought into whatever we're inviting them to next and the little wow moments create that that next level of loyalty to say when i am invited to the next thing i can expect now something a little better than i expected i can expect now something a little bit better than the previous time which will continue to build into your people this expectation and this hope and this desire to keep growing with you. Now, we're not trying to get trapped in this this ever cycle of, or this vortex of, if it's not bigger and better every time, therefore I'm gonna lose people. No, what you're trying to do is just strategically, every step along the way, where are those little wow moments that demonstrate that you've put some intentionality into the relationship or the community or the event and that you love them enough to make the sacrifice, because a lot of times the sacrifices for the the own wow moments are really just, sometimes it's a little bit of money, but a lot of times it's just a little bit of an extra time. It's a little bit of an extra intentionality. And that goes such a long way in building, again, that loyalty and that trust and that um, willingness to continue to walk with you where you can invite them into it. And then the really fun thing that loyalty leads to is when loyalty leads to them coming to you with, I think this is how we can create another oh wow moment. When the loyalty goes deep enough where they've actually bought in, where they've actually are owning the relationship, they're owning the community, they're owning the event, they're owning the experience, and they're saying, I want to help make it even better. And that's where things can get really exciting because then the collective creativity, the collective skill set, the collective resources of the community starts to come to bear on how do we make sure that this moment, this relationship, this event continues to exceed expectations. So that's the 13 out of 10 experience. If you like this podcast, I need you to like and subscribe. We need some comments. We need some reviews in Apple Podcasts and in Spotify. Click the little bell, click the little whatever notification thing so that uh, you can be made aware of the next podcast. We're trying to do these every other week. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, that's awesome too. We want to build up the YouTube channel. So please, again, like, post, post a comment, share it to whatever, you know, Facebook, Instagram, social media thing, Miguel, that they're doing, whatever they want to do. That's fine with me. Any social platform that you're using, I probably shouldn't say that. Maybe not any social platform, but be smart but let's get the word out, right? We're trying to grow a movement of people who want to be spirit-filled leaders, and this is just one piece of the puzzle to help you grow. So this has been the Spirit-Filled Leadership Podcast. I'm Pete Burak, Miguel behind the camera and doing the editing. We're happy to do it. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. God bless. Come take my hand.